Torah from Rabbi Jonathan Singer. Chavez. This Kabbalat Shabbat marks the E, Victory Day in Europe. 70 years ago today, the German army, after committing among the most horrific acts in human history, surrendered unconditionally to the Allied forces in Paris. If you track it in Washington today, as part of the commemoration, veterans, their families, grateful citizens gathered on the National Mall, and they watched an armada of planes pass over, I think for the first time since 9-11, as a means of marking this anniversary. Commenting on the occasion, President Obama stated, as we commemorate VE Day, let us recommit to the belief that justice is the only answer to hate and intolerance. And let us extend our gratitude to all those who fought and sacrificed to carry it forward, he wrote. May God bless and protect all who served then and who serve today. Our country joined the conflict to protect our freedoms, including the freedom of religion and the freedom of speech. Well, we not well know how the Nazis felt about religion. And like other totalitarian societies, they work to control speech too. And like you, I'm sure, I am proud and profoundly grateful that our society, allied with the Europeans who opposed them, was able to make the difference and win that war. Because of their sacrifice, we are free to practice our Judaism here. We are free to speak our mind, among so many other freedoms we enjoy. But we should take note on this important day that, that not all speech is free. Not all speech, free as it is, is good. The Parsha of the Shabbat and more, which includes the description of the holidays, begins by telling us about the priests. Do not defile yourselves, God commands them. Lo yitameh. And the root tameh in Hebrew can mean defile, but also contaminated, or an act of transgression. In addressing the priests, God may be warning the community that in your pursuit of holiness, one can still become contaminated. Just because you reached a high point, do not think that your status cannot change. I thought about this opening of the Parsha and the warning therein as I struggled with how to respond as a rabbi to the news of the attack on a gathering of people practicing free speech this last week in Texas. The newspaper focused on how a police officer foiled the attempt of two young Muslim extremists to cause murder and mayhem in response to a group that was gathered there sponsoring a draw Muhammad contest. We were practicing our right to free speech, the organizer Pamela Geller told the media, and see how they respond with intolerance, with violence. We're in a war, she said. And ISIS took credit for the attack, the newspapers told us, and the police officer who saved the people's lives was rightly celebrated. But when you step back, was it right for those who gathered there to engage in that kind of behavior? Yes, they were within their rights. 
but are they right to act in such a way? They gathered there at the encouragement of the same person who places anti-Islamic bus ads in this city, not to celebrate freedom or to stand up against injustice, but their purpose was to mock and anger another religion. It's against Islamic practice to depict the founder, the Prophet Muhammad, in any way. And this requirement is not unlike many practices in Judaism, like not destroying a text that has the name of God written on it, or drawing a picture of Hashem. It's one thing to disagree with another tradition. It's one thing to oppose the attempt to impose another religious perspective on everyone else. But it is another thing to mock it in opposition. When we denigrate another people in this way, I think then we become Tameh, contaminated, just as God warned the priests in Parshat and more. Now, Geller argues that she's standing for free speech, that she's standing in solidarity with the satirists of Charlie Hebdo. But she's no satirist. She is more like one trying to light a fire in a crowded theater. She could have easily found other ways to condemn fundamentalist extremism, to challenge hateful acts in the name of Islam, but she made fun of a core Islamic belief not as a satirist. And we know full well that when anti-Semites do the same to us, how angry and uncomfortable we become. Using hate speech against hate speech denigrates all of us. It makes us tamay, impure, unless we condemn such actions. And so I do from this bimah. Do not defile yourselves, God tells us. In our day, we have to condemn hate speech no matter from whence it comes, even as we protect freedom of speech. And we can do more. Rabbi Beth and I, along with our neighbor, Pastor John Anderson in St. John's across the street, are hoping to work with the San Francisco Interfaith Council on an ad to be placed on a billboard or buses that depicts rabbis and priests, ministers and imams, Buddhist leaders, Sikh leaders, standing together in support of religious diversity. We need to show the real story of religious cooperation in this city and in America, even as we Jews stand up for our distinctiveness, for our right to practice our religion our own way, to continue to voice support as Jews for the state of Israel's right to live in peace among the community of nations. But we can do more. Just as we should celebrate our freedoms and be, uh, be thankful for the sacrifice made by that great generation to protect all of us, let us work to protect what they fought for, an America that is an example to the world because we promote freedom and religious tolerance, and we stand up against hatred in whatever corner it is found. Shabbat Shalom.
We turn now to the Alenu prayer on page 282, and I invite you all to rise.